Good morning and welcome back to our fourth Anchored in the Word morning reflection and hope that you're having a great Thursday. And if you're watching this in the morning, I uh, hope that uh, your day goes well. If you're watching this in the evening, hope you had a good day. Uh, and if not, regroup tomorrow, right? Uh, well, we are looking at uh, the, the same passage we've been looking at all week, and that's Luke chapter 11, verses 33 through 36. Our focus today will be on Christ's statement in verse 35. But just to remind ourselves of the whole context of his statements, let's read that section together. Here's what it says. Luke chapter 11, verse 33. No man, when he hath lighted a candle, put it in a secret place, neither under a bushel, but on a candlestick, that they which come in may see the light. The light of the body is the eye. Therefore, when thine eye is single, thy whole body is full of light. But when thine eye is evil, thy body is full of darkness. Take heed, therefore, that the light which is in thee be not darkness. If thy whole body, therefore, shall be full of light, having no part dark, the whole shall be full of light, as when the bright shining of a candle doth give thee light. Now, as I mentioned just a minute ago, our focus is going to be on verse 35, and I'll say it again. He says, take heed that the light which is in thee be not darkness. Now, the question we should ask is, why does Jesus give this warning? Why does he suggest that it is possible for a person who has light to lose it? Well, the illustration is that if someone can see, then they need to guard against losing that ability. Now, when I preached on this text uh, on the Sunday morning, uh, when we looked at this passage, I mentioned an accident that I had when I was living over in Ghana. And I was charging a, a battery, and we use batteries with, uh, we use inverters um, sometimes when the power was out, and uh, it saved us money, uh, so we didn't have to uh, use fuel for a generator. And so we, we were regularly um, having batteries around our house that we, were, that we were recharging. And one of the things that I didn't understand about when you're recharging a battery is that um, that that chemical reaction that causes the battery to take the charge also produces hydrogen gas. And when that hydrogen gas is being produced because of the chemical reaction, if it's not ventilating, if there's not proper ventilation, then there can be a buildup of that hydrogen gas, which is highly explosive. And so when I went to uh, to turn off the inverter, instead of unplugging the inverter and turn, or, uh, turning off the charger uh, properly, um, I went and I just removed the connector. And when I did that, there was this slight spark and that slight spark caused an explosion and the, the battery exploded in my face. I had acid all over me. And when that happened, um, I lost the ability to see for about a week. And I had a severe burn on my, uh, my eye, my retina, and it was very painful. And the reason that I bring that up is to say before I had that accident, I could see clearly. Um, I studied the Bible. I read my Bible every day. I would sit down with commentaries and I worked through passages of scripture. And all of a sudden, because of an accident, I could not see. And in the back of my mind, I said, am I going to ever be able to see? Or will I be able to see like I did before? And thankfully, my sight was restored and I can see clearly. Well, as clearly as I can without, I'm probably going to need glasses at some point here. But the idea is that you need to guard and protect that ability to see. If you lose the ability to see, it'll completely change your life. 
And so when Jesus warns that we need to take heed that the light that we have does not become darkness, this is not a small thing that he is suggesting. He's suggesting that the benefit and the blessing, something that you enjoy every day, could be gone. A person, his point is, could have a basic level of understanding and they regress from that place where they're not able to see clearly anymore. And this is something that we need to be very, very wary of. Every person encounters the truth on a basic elementary level. And that basic elementary understanding of the truth could be lost. Think about what it says in Romans 1.19. He says, that which may be known of God is manifest in them. God hath showed it unto them. The idea is that if you want to have a basic understanding of the fact that there is a creator who sustains his creation and he's good and he's wise and he's all powerful and he's outside of time and space, that is a basic fundamental understanding that every person has because it is self-evident. But you could lose that ability because of how you respond to truth. Or in Romans 2.14, he says that the Gentiles which do not have the law, do by nature the things contained in the law, these having not the law, are a law unto themselves, which show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience bearing witness. Now, what Paul is suggesting is that because we are image bearers, because we have a moral sense, even if a person is never told, don't lie, don't steal, don't cheat, don't murder, don't commit adultery, don't covet, don't bear false witness, even if someone's never told God says don't do those things, they know intuitively that in fact those things are wrong. We could say that it's a natural law sense. We understand that certain things are evil. Even people who do not have a biblical worldview, and frankly speaking, in their worldview do not have an objective basis to call something right or wrong, most clearly have a sense of right and wrong. Now, their sense of right and wrong is not necessarily biblical, but you can see the evidence of that moral understanding. And so there's an inherent understanding of God's existence. There is an inherent understanding of basic right and wrong. There is an inherent sense that we should worship. Why is there idolatry in the world? Well, it's because people by nature believe they need to worship something. We understand we are creatures and we have limitations. And so we look for something to worship beyond us. These are natural things. And so what we do with this basic understanding is going to cause us to either have more truth understanding or less. We can regress or we can come to a deeper understanding of truth. And there's really those two possibilities. Either one, a person is going to become humble they're going to have a greater clarity, and they will ultimately rest in the Lord and in his truth. They will trust him. They will walk by faith, which obviously begins with the new birth. Or possibility two, they suppress the truth because of their bias against what is right and wrong and their unwillingness to consider the implications of those things. Their heart becomes darkened and it becomes foolish. So you can see from these verses that what Jesus is saying is a consistently biblical concept. Either we're going to become humbled by the truth and embrace it, or we're going to suppress the truth and become darkened. And so when we think about the difference between the unbeliever and the believer, 
the unbeliever can become desensitized to the truth. Someone who hears the gospel repeatedly, someone who comes in contact with God's law and they resist it over and over again. In Titus chapter 1 verse 15, it can talk about a person becoming defiled and their conscience being defiled. Or in 1st Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. He talks about the fact that people can have their conscience seared with a hot iron. A person who once had the ability to feel has lost that ability because it has become desensitized. Just like it can happen to your hand or to some part of your body where you lose the ability to feel, your heart can become desensitized and calloused and hardened to the truth. And then even a believer, someone who has placed their faith in Christ, who truly is saved, they are regenerated, they have the Holy Spirit indwelling them, they can regress in this issue of maturity. They can get to a place where they need to be reminded and retaught again the basic principles. And in Hebrews chapter 5, he talks about this. He says that you have become dull of hearing. He says, when for the time ye ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. i give you an example of how this happens. Many times in our Christian life, we trust Christ when we're young. Uh, we grow up in the church. We grow up in our homes. And at some point along the way, we have certain sinful passions that we do not address biblically. I mean, we hide those things, we entertain those things, and what can happen over time is we establish patterns of life that desensitize us to the truth. And all of a sudden, something radical happens in our life. It could be in our marriage, it could be a physical issue, it could be something that's exposed, it could be a conflict we have with our children. There's lots of different ways that God can bring something to a head, and all of a sudden, a person who has been a Christian a long time who has become desensitized to the truth, needs to sit down and learn the basics again. Here is how I became a Christian. Here is my position in Christ. Here is how God views me. Here is how I'm supposed to deal with sin. And they literally have to learn like a child how to walk again like a person who's experienced a stroke and they have to go through therapy and they have to relearn how to walk and relearn how to write and relearn how to do very basic things. A Christian can get to the place where they become like that as well. And so the point that, that Jesus is emphasizing is be very careful that your heart stays in a healthy place. Because if it doesn't stay in a healthy place, your response to the truth can cause you to regress and to lose what you have and to have to relearn those things, those basics again. I want to encourage you this morning. Please self-evaluate. Ask the Lord to help you to have eyes to see if, in fact, you have gotten to a place where you have become complacent and dull and you've begun to re regress. And if you find yourself in a place like that, I want to encourage you, reach out to a mature Christian, someone who loves you, someone who has godly discernment, someone who's willing to work with you where you are, and ask them to help you work through the issues that you're dealing with. And ask the Lord to help you to, to restore your heart to the place where it needs to be and retrain you yourself to think in a godly and biblical way so that your conscience becomes not desensitized, but becomes 
sensitive again to truth, that, that you have a passion for truth when that passion has waned. May God help us to be a people who walk with a healthy heart and are continually growing into Christ-likeness. Have a blessed rest of your morning or day, wherever you find yourself in this. And Lord willing, tomorrow we'll conclude with some final thoughts. Bye now.